When you decide to do something, do you go headfirst in with every ounce of your being? Are you the queen of starting and then fizzle fast? You and I, my friend, are a perfectionist, and that's how we do things. We either go all in and do it big, or we just don't do it at all. And as a result, we hold off all initiatives for ourselves until the perfect time. We let ourselves down on the regular because we just can't follow through. This week, I want you to see that you can do so much more by committing to do less, by making everything so easy that it would be impossible not to follow through. It's so simple, it's ridiculous. Let's go. Last week, I was working with one of my clients to help her build her ideal day. Now, granted, we don't live in a perfect world, but we have to start somewhere. And we so rarely do we actually put down on paper where we want our day to go. We kind of let our day happen. So in this process, I always start with, when do you wake up? When do you go to bed? And then we kind of work backwards towards the middle. So one of the things that she wanted to schedule in after her morning practice was going to the gym. She's like, I really, I, I need to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym. I was like, great. So what, what time do you want that to happen? And she was like, well, it takes me a half an hour to get there and a half an hour to get home. And I want to be there for an hour. And I was like, okay, so that's two hours every morning. She's like, I want to do it every day because, you know, I'm the queen of like, Our habits are created when we do things daily. So she's going to go to the gym every single day. She built her plan around that. Come home, take a shower, yada, yada, yada. Done. Then this week, we had our session and I said, so how many days did you get to the gym? Zero. None. Now, you and I both know, and now if she's listening to this, can also hear that when one gives two hours to the gym, there's only about 1% of the population that thinks that's a good idea. So it was coming, right? But she had to try it so that she could see that that didn't work. So, so often we go all in. If we're going to go to the gym, we're going to go to the gym. We're going to go to the best gym that has all the things. And we're going to drive to the nth degree to get there. And we're going to just give it our all when we're there. And we're going to come out all drenched and so forth. And then the day comes and we go to put our sneakers on. I'm like, that sounds exhausting. And I'm not going to do any of it because it's just too much. And therein lies the situation. Either we are making things too hard or they aren't really that important to us. 
Okay. So many of the women that I work with have big plans. They want to write a book. They want to illustrate a book. They want to get fit. They want to eat better. They want a new creative practice. They want to find a new job. Big plans, right? Big ideas. I'm all for big ideas. But this goes where everyone, big ideas mean big flourishes, big activities, big action. They're always going big. Kind of like my hair in the 80s. And where do we all end up then? Going to the gym zero days. Okay? So back the truck up. And first of all, what is our why? So after talking with her, she realized that really what she wanted was to move her body. We're in this mentality of like, I need to lose weight, so I have to burn the calories. Calories in, energy out, got to do it. That hasn't worked for us for years and years and years, but we keep trying. She wanted to move her body. She wanted to have peace around accomplishment, right? We want to win the day. We want to not be like, oh my God, I didn't go to the gym at all. We want to be like, I did this thing. I said I intended on doing this and I'm going to follow through and I did it. So I said, what are other ways that we could move our body? And she's like, well, there's a park right by my house that I could walk in. And, and then I could go to a different gym that isn't 30 minutes away, or I could, she didn't have anything else because we only think big, only big. It's the biggest, hardest thing or nothing because we're perfectionists, my friends. We are all or we're nothing. And this is the key to today's episode. We're going to do more with less. Stay with me here. So now she committed to walking every day. And she had the idea of, oh, the park where I walk also has benches and I could do my journaling because I love journaling. I could walk and journal and walk and journal. Now she's excited about it. Now it is doable because A, she just has to put sneakers on and B, she has something that she's looking forward to, which is journaling, which she already loves. And now It takes her five minutes to get to the park. She could walk for 20 minutes. She's back home in five and in 30 minutes. And instead of two hours, she just gained an hour and a half into her ideal day of other things she could do. 
all of that big thinking that she was going to do at the park, she can now come back and finish her journaling. She could do visioning. She could do some business building. All of this is possible by not spending two hours at the gym. If I were to say to you, I think you should write a book. Now, you might not want to read, write a book, but let's say to all the women that I work with who do in fact want to write a book. And I'm like, well, then write a book. Janessa, I don't have time to write a book. I don't even have time to take a shower, right? Always about the time. And if I were to say, hello, Mary, I would like you to commit to 60 hours of self-care this year. They would look at me as if I had three heads. However, if I were to say to you, I would like you to find 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes in your day, sometime from when you wake up till your head hits the pillow, Give me 10 minutes for you to write as much as you can, to meditate, or to do morning pages, or to do a creative practice, or to connect with a friend. What all the things that we say we have no time to do, give me 10 minutes. I don't care how freaking busy you are, how on the hamster wheel you're going, how important your life is, you have 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Do you know how much 10 minutes equates to over a year? Just 10 minutes. 3,650 minutes, also known as 60 hours. Do you know how many hours one needs to write the average book? 120 minutes, 20 hours. Now, granted, you'd only get half a book done. But seriously, if you can find 10 minutes, you can find 20. The thing is, is that we're instant gratification. I need to write a book today. I need to write a book this month. I need to write a book in the next six months. And so thus, we write Zero words, zero words. But if we were to write a couple of words a day from now till one year from now, we'd have at least a draft of a good book. 10 minutes. Do more with less because now it is achievable. If I said, oh, let's run a marathon in April. And you'd be like, Janessa, we can't run a marathon in April. I don't, we haven't even started. I need to train. I don't even have the things. What is a marathon? 26 miles. You can, well, I can't, I'm not right. I'm not running. How about we walk a marathon? You can cover 26 miles in a month. You can. You can do an entire marathon one 
day at a time. Don't go all in for the biggest extreme. Start with tiny incremental steps. Here is the clue. You have to find the 10 minutes. You have to give yourself 10 minutes because if you just do it on the fly, when you find those 10 minutes, you're not in the frame of mind to do those needle forward activities. So we we're just scrolling mindlessly, staring out at the window, putzing around, so on. So there's two ways to use those 10 minutes. There is the concept of A, schedule yourself 10 minutes. Give yourself 10 minutes. I'm going to walk every day for 10 minutes. Doesn't you put it into your schedule. That's where things that are important to us go. Doctor's appointments, important. Put them on your schedule. Walking, also important. Put it on your schedule. It's mega better if it is the same time every day because then it gets to become a practice. But look at your week. Decide where you're going to put these 10 minutes, okay? And commit to it. But then I also have a list of things or a stack of activities, things in my pocketbook, things in the car for when I find 10 minutes. Where do we find 10 minutes? Sitting in the kid's pickup line, waiting at a doctor's appointment, waiting out of, outside of a dance or dance lessons. Anytime a Zoom call finishes early and we're like, yes, but then we don't do anything with that time. We just sit there and wait for the next meeting to start. If we have a book in the car, we have Zentangling papers and a pen in our pocketbook for a little extra creativity. If we have a list of care tasks at home that we could do like, okay, when I get 10 minutes today, I'm going to empty the dishwasher. When I have 10 minutes today, I'm going to change the laundry. When I have 10 minutes today, I'm going to go downstairs and take the meat out of the freezer for dinner. Having these things already ready so that way when you find time, you're actually using it effectively. Oh my goodness. I found 10 minutes. How about I meditate? Crazy. So this is what I want you to do this week. I want you to realize that you can do so much more by doing so much less. Bring that bar down. We are overachievers. We're always wanting to be, well, Janessa said 10 minutes, so I'm going to do 100. No, no. Your task this week is to only do 10 minutes. Only do it. That means if you said, I'm going to go to the gym for 10 minutes, you go in, you get on an elliptical, and 10 minutes later, you leave. It's crazy. But you know what? Going there is going to be so much easier because you know, 
oh my gosh, I only have to stay 10 minutes. Walking 10 minutes. You can walk anywhere, anytime. Walking is the easiest way to move your body. Pick what you want to do. Decide when there's the 10 minutes and then make a list of all the activities you could do with your found time and then tuck those things in different places in your in your home office, in your work office, in your car, by your bedside table, wherever it is so that you can use that time. And realize you can have a life of more. Stop making life so hard and stop filling your ideal day with activities that do not fill you up. If you can't ever get to something that you intend to do, back it up and really look at it. How am I making this too hard? Or is this a should and not a want? And the way you can flush out the shoulds is say it as, for example, with my client, I should go to the gym every day for two hours. And then ask yourself this, why? Because I want to lose weight. Then you flip it around. If I really wanted to go to the gym for two hours, I could. And then ask the question, so what's stopping you? And in her case, she said, I can't give two hours to that activity that is not interactive. It was going to be something that she was going to be alone at. She doesn't, it's not like a class. So I'm giving two hours of my day to be by myself and what I really want is to fill myself up. You got to work through the shoulds to be able to get to your real, your real obstacle. And then you work there. It's not about, oh, I need to go to the gym. It's about connecting with ourselves and so forth and making it easy. I want you to be able to give yourself a freaking double high five every day of the week. I did this. You can always next week eke it up if you like 10 minutes was so easy and so forth. But start small, my friends. And this is the entire basis of my community, a daily practice. It is the idea of getting a life of more, more time, more energy, more clarity, more connection, more confidence, all in 10 minutes a day. Imagine the transformation you could have in your life if you committed 10 minutes a day to you and what you need more of. Thank you.